There are more questions than answers. Like if you fill a whoopee cushion with gravy, it adds a great new twist to a classic <gasps> joke. You're <laughs> sick. No, I am sick in the head. Hello, world. What's a Bronx cheer, by the way? A real Bronx cheer. Is that a term you have over here? I yeah. don't know. I yeah. remember seeing my whoopee cushion as a kid and it said a real Bronx cheer. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> Who knows? I like a Wookiee cushion. Oh, you want oh. a Wookiee cushion, do you? I can make you a Wookiee rug. Does that help? Mm. My name is Adrian Lee, and I am your host. Welcome to the show, More Questions Than Answers, the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites, and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment. And enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events. The mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre, and just plain weird. If you've just tuned in, especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you've just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests. Somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains, with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Remember, each week we press our ear against the bedroom wall, whatever my mother listened to before she goes to bed. Pick some pause in her unconscious mind. Let's have a listen to tonight's tune. <laughs> If you like pina coladas, <laughs> yes, go on. Getting caught in the rain. And if you're into party, if you're into pain, <laughs> wow, I'm out. That'll be your mother. Nice. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights, and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting, or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and or value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and evanescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She's also a producer and sound engineer. 
This week, Heather opened her electricity bill and her water bill at the same time. She was <gasps> shocked. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Miss Morris. Wow, hello. With great power comes great electricity bills. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yes. I also wish to introduce... The Mad and Crazy! Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Mora, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle uses a blender to make protein shakes at work every day. That way, when she uses them to mix up a pitcher of margaritas, nobody notices. Boom! <laughs> Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. Also joining us tonight is Chad Peters, our resident psychologist. By the way, margaritas, because no great stories start with a salad. No. True, right? <laughs> so true. I interrupted myself. Chad Peters, our psychologist, is with us tonight. A bus station is where a bus stops. A train station is where a train stops. Chad's desk is a workstation. Welcome to the <gasps> show, Chad. <laughs> they're mad, they're bad, and they are paranormal. And they're itching and raring to go. Never before have I seen such live enthusiasm with three guests. You'd call it enthusiasm, <laughs> huh? Yeah. You've limbered up, have you? You've done all your stretching before you've I've decided to jump plenty in. plenty of stretching. That's your stretching, is yeah. it? Yeah. Nice. I did not. I thought that just by looking at your hamstrings. <laughs> <laughs> this is Season 3, Episode 54. We are going to embrace our first round, which is a lack of general knowledge. The slice of lemon that is the Martin-sponsored gong of infinite knowledge. Nice. Love with, you, Martin. With the cherries of facts and the salted rim of statistics. Stand back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Martin. It's like being in a Chinese restaurant. Oh, sexy. On this very day, in 1978, the first ever episode of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the <gasps> Galaxy by Douglas Adams would broadcast on BBC Radio 4. Play silence for the legend that is Douglas Adams. I love that book. He wrote that at 27 years of age. Really? Can you believe such wonders? Amazing. No. Incredible. Lying in a field, drunk, in Innsbruck, Austria, holding a copy of The Hitchhiker's Guide to Europe, looking up at the stars. I've said this many times, and I'm not going to spend too long on it now. My parents take great joy in telling me I was conceived in a field in Innsbruck on a camping holiday. I wondered if it was the same place where Douglas Adams was lying down. Not obviously it... at the same time. That would be creepy. Yeah. Maybe a week apart. Yeah, I, I like know. it. I'd like to think that. I'd like to think that my life began on this planet in the same place. Conception of the book, conception of baby Adrian. Where would you like it to end? In a field in Innsbruck, <laughs> looking up at the stars <laughs> with Hitchhiker's Guide to Europe in my hands. I we'll think be... they have euthanasia there. Or maybe. Switzerland's <laughs> close enough, isn't yeah. it? That's not too bad. That's nearby. Was you aware that he also used to write for Monty Python and he wrote for Doctor Who? He did Doctor Who no, episodes. No, I didn't know. Perfect. Makes sense now. Very, yep. very talented man. So for the first time in the history of MQTA radio, I cannot believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating facts about Douglas Adams. Mm. Adams claimed he was the first person in Britain to buy and own what? There. And I will give you a clue because I'm good to you. Mm -hmm. I'm a very giving person. I will give you a clue. The year was 19... 84. Miss Morris, Douglas Adams, <gasps> uh -huh. claimed to be the first person in Britain to own what? A microwave. A microwave oven. He yeah. gets to install microwave ovens, custom kitchens, delivery. 
Yeah. You're going to go with the humble microwave oven in 1978. Or a VCR. Oh, you're spreading your chips Did around you again, aren't you? 78 or 84? 78 we're going okay. for. No, 84. No, 78. Is what? The year that he was laying was in a year. field. No, that wasn't the year he was laying in a field. 84 is when he bought this thing. Let me grab this show back like jello going through my hands. 78 <laughs> was the first ever episode of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy on this That's very right. day. 84, you're 100% correct, was when he claimed to have owned the first one. You're going for the microwave. Yeah. Sits in the corner of the room. Yep. Huge device, like a giant television. Makes popcorn. The only thing that ever happened to it was my dad made scrambled eggs. Oh, yeah. the most expensive so did my dad. And the largest Jeez. machine for making scrambled eggs. <laughs> Anywhere in the world. They were great radiation <laughs> eggs. Mm. I think I've turned out okay. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> she just laughed. Douglas Adams was the first in Britain to purchase in 1984. A DeLorean. A DeLorean. Ooh. Nice. That's a good answer. I like that. Chad, what are you thinking? Man? A personal computer. I'm going to give Chad the points tonight. He's going to get two course. marvelous Whatever. Marvin points because all the diodes down my left side are aching. It's true. <laughs> nice. Bring him, leave him. Bring him, leave him. <laughs> Brain the size of a planet. It's all good things, I tell you. That was your favorite, wasn't it? I love Marvin. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. He's your plastic pal that's fun to be with. It's <laughs> a joy. Wow. He was the first person in Britain to own an Apple Macintosh computer. Wow. The second person in Britain to own an Apple Macintosh computer was Stephen Fry. There. I love him. You leave this show with more than you arrive with. I've got Stephen Fry's autograph somewhere in this studio because I did a painting for him many years ago. Yeah. And he wrote back to me and said, thank you for the painting, Adrian, and sent me a signed photograph of himself. There, Chad's won the points in our opening question. I'm sorry, sir, we cannot fix the scratch on your screen, but you can buy a new screen attached to this new MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> Adams came up with the name of an album for which iconic classic British band? The Beatles. <laughs> who, had, who had split up before, what, when they split up in 1970. I'm thinking he was, uh, let me do some basic maths here. He was like 10, maybe, when that happened. Maybe a little older, 15. The Beatles. You're going with the Beatles. Yeah. Douglas Adams came up with or the, the name Rolling Stones for the love of. You You just, that's the only two British bands you know right now. Yeah. So you can't think of any others. No. Miss Morris is saying that Douglas Adams came up with a classic album name for the band, either the Beatles or the Rolling Stones. That's all I got. What does that leave you with, Michelle? <laughs> what kind of music did they do? I'll give you a clue. I mean, it's rock and roll, ultimately. <laughs> 1994. Oh, you... Go on, then. Have another go. Weezer. Weezer. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> wow. I love Weezer. What? That's not a British band. You're the only one. <laughs> they are still going, actually, and they're releasing music. This are they really? Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't know that. Didn't they do uh, that song where they dressed up as Happy Days and the fog? Yeah, yes. you wear my sweater. sweater. Mary Tyler. The sweater song. Yeah. And then they just released a, a Take cover on me. Of, well, and a cover of Toto's Africa. Yeah, for nice. Aquaman. So what are you going with, Morris? Uh, You've no clue. You haven't got keep any Keep going. Clue. I'll think of Michelle, something Michelle, I'm looking else. for a classic 94. iconic british band and it was 94 if that helps you and douglas adams actually performed with them he was actually on stage and did a couple of numbers with them a few times he was friends with their lead guitarist if that helps you in any way shape or form you two what year 
This is 1994. They were Irish. Do you think so? Oh, they were. Absolutely, they were Irish. You too. Chad, jump in and save yeah. the day. Get some points. I'm so terrible with which bands are from where. Am I going to have to pass on this one? Is this a ask a friend? Yeah. Phone a friend? Ask a friend? I have no friends. You will have heard of them. I mean, they're probably after the Beatles. Give me the, the first letter. Bananarama. Bananarama. <laughs> Give me the first letter. <laughs> yeah, first letter. P. Pink Floyd. The oh, man's on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, nice one, Peters. He's just another dick in the hole. He's mm. won four points. It was Pink Floyd. It was the Division Bell. He gave them the name. Oh, wow. Division Bell. Chad's on nice. fire. Yeah. Adams was cremated. Talking about being on fire. Adams was created <laughs> in too soon. In 2001, with what useful household item? He had it. He was cremated with it. I just need to know what it was. With an item. With an item, an everyday household item. That's Where would you see. find it? What room? No, 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 no clues. No clues this <laughs> early on. Maybe if you're struggling in three minutes' time. A whisk. You are saying. Oh. How do you cremate a whisk? Like Mix them up like in batter. Yes, but it's metal. <laughs> <laughs> I understand what a whisk does. We have them in Britain. I'm sure we invented them. It's for like mixing batter. Really? Wow. I didn't know you were a kitchen alien expert. Mm. You are saying the humble whisk. Your brain works in some very strange and bizarre does. ways, doesn't I it? I like it. Which household item was Douglas Adams cremated with when he died in 2001? A broom. You are saying a broom. I like that answer. Chad. A towel. This man <laughs> is winning points left and right. He is the captain of a Vogon <laughs> constructor fleet as we live and breathe. It was a towel. Oh, wait till you hear my poetry. <laughs> oh, to the day I found a lump of green putty under my armpit. <laughs> it was a towel. Way to bring in a ringer. <laughs> yeah, you suck. Only because he's read a book. This is true. That's stupid. <laughs> if you want to get on in this universe, you've really got to know where your towel is. Wow. wow. Sometimes I feel like throwing in the towel, but then that just means more laundry. <sighs> One of Adam's early jobs was working for a Qatari family of oil barons. I just need you to tell me what he did. Really? How did he end up working? He's one of his first ever jobs. Wow was working for a Qatari family from Qatar. They're going to have <laughs> I, the new, strangely enough, <laughs> Bronco Qatar, mm. hosting the World Cup very shortly in about three years' time, I believe. Yeah. The Soccer yeah. World Cup. Yeah. That should be fun in the summer it's when terrible. it's 65 it's degrees don't know. in the middle of the desert. What it's yeah. going to do to my favorite player, I don't want to know. You'd almost think there was something fishy going on. Yeah, there. well, you mean like the richest country in the world had bought that from all of the dodgy mm, FIFA yeah, That's right. I can't believe you're putting it out there to say that, Miss Morris. Yeah. What did he do? How did he work for a Qatari oil baron? Clean dog kennels. He was cleaning dog kennels. Mm. He did actually clean a, a chicken run and chicken factories. That was one of his jobs. So I win. Not really. Oh. He wasn't doing that for an oil baron, was he? Because that's chickens and not oil. Mm. What do you do, Michelle? Camel groomer. Camel groomer. So he made sure that the ankles were neat and tidy. He made sure that the uh, underside of the foot was neat and tidy. He made sure that the fingernails on the end of each protrusion, everything <laughs> about that camel, oh, he groomed very neatly. Beautiful. Lovely. Mm. You could eat your dinner off it. 
And I'm talking a soup or a stew or a liquid-based meal. Jeez. Chad, what did he do for a Qatari family of oil barons? He received guests for them. He was a bodyguard. He was six foot five. He was a big lad. Wow. One of his first jobs was, in fact, as a bodyguard. I want to be ah. an essential oil baron. I just thought I'd share that with you. <laughs> with bodyguards. Could I be an essential oil baron? Is that possible? Evidently, <laughs> yes. I want to create... <laughs> Your bodyguard? Oh, sorry. Here and now, I'm going to create a new word. We're going to put this into the lexicon of words. We've already had many words to the English dictionary. Yes. Launching a sea pickle would be one phrase yep. that now exists because of more questions than answers. Don't say we. I don't want any part of well, that. Well, I, I launched the sea pickle. It just yeah, got embraced in and around about Australia. that lagoon-colored thing in Brazil? Jade Lagoon. That's it. That was your stripper name, if yes, I recall. Yes, it was, Mr. I Green. want to create a new word, oilgasm. This is the highest point of excitement when you hear the samples you have given someone are actually working. I just picture your bodyguards with the lavender spray, <laughs> spraying people to calm them down. I like the idea that someone's had a tragic car accident and they're lying in the middle of the road with lots of compound fractures and their arms and legs going in different directions. And you say, make way, I'm an aromatherapist. Mm -hmm. yeah. Make way, mm -hmm. I've got patchouli. <laughs> Yeah. What you no, no, I don't here, want pharmaceuticals. It? No, that looks a dodgy compound fracture just below the knee of both bones, but it's okay, I've got lavender oil. All's good in the world, just a dab. Exactly, yeah. It's yes. going to sting for the yeah. first few minutes, but yeah. you'll be, you'll be all fine. fine. Yeah. You won't even feel it. You can make a giraffe animal out of the lower part of your leg like a balloon model. <laughs> Three or four mercurial twists, you've got a dolphin in glorious Technicolor. Yeah. On this very day... We started out by saying Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, first ever episode today in 1978, last ever episode, see what we did there, oh. of the 18, <gasps> on NBC after four years. Are you old if the last 18 episode aired on this very day 32 years ago? Oh, no. 32 what? years ago, the last ever a-team episode. No. Ed. I was too young to really get into that show. Shut up. Why don't you just go away? <laughs> so the A-team stands for us at this moment in time. Yeah. Is this where we're going? That's unbelievable. 32 years ago. If you're a soccer player and you're 32 years old, you're thinking of retiring at this moment. You've got a couple of good years left in you. Unbelievable. 32 years ago. Big fan of the A-team, Morris? Do you like the I love them. Who was your favourite? Oh, it's really hard. So I was nice. a huge fan of, I know, Murdoch and Face. Yeah. Mad Mad Dog. Yeah. Do you know, you never found out through the entire four series, Mad Dog, Murdoch's first name. He was MD. You never found out what his, Howling Dog, wasn't it? Howling Dog or Mad Dog? We never found out what his first name was. Who I was your favorite, him. Michelle? Face. Yeah, I liked Face. Chad, you're too young to remember? I know Murdoch, and I know Mr. T, and I assume Mr. T's name was Face? No. no. That's B.A. Isn't it B.A. B.A. Baracus. You should okay. probably take points away from him. No, yeah. good. Think. It's okay. I, really <laughs> like. I, I think I have a legitimate excuse. <laughs> I wasn't born in a barn, but I had to choke my own chicken. <laughs> I remember the funky middle eight. This is the best piece of music known to man. It starts off, doesn't it? You've got your theme to your A tune. Then you suddenly break into, and this is just a joy to behold. 
And then it kind of goes operatic. Get the Philadelphia strings out, right? Yeah. What a great piece of music. It was. Makes me very happy. Does anyone want to jump in and say some B.A. Baraka's lines? What did you say? I pity the poor fool. I pity the fool. I ain't getting on no plane there, fool. Quit your jibber jabber. That's the only one I could have had. Quit your jibber jabber. So for the first time (laughs) in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating fact's about the 18. Mm. Why did Mr. T not like the Ridley Scott produced 2010 film release of The A-Team? Simple enough. No one else has won any points tonight except for Chad, who's not drinking milk at the moment. It didn't include any of the original cast. Never included any of the original cast. B.A. Barattas, not very happy. I bid it fool. Right. Wasn't happy with Ridley Scott produced A-Team film. Oh, or... Oh, here we go. Maybe Spread your chips, madam. Maybe it was the way his character was portrayed. Wasn't happy with it. Gotta be more specific. No, because Mr. T had a very specific Oh, it was was a very, very multi-dimensional, well-developed character, wasn't it? With a backstory. No, no. It's almost like Shakespeare. It was the piles of gold chains and the gold earrings and the mohawk. And I didn't see the movie because I couldn't watch it. But... I'm going to guess that's it. The only thing I remember from the A-Team movie is they get pushed out of an aeroplane in a tank and a parachute opens and they're not going where they need to go so they start firing shells to push the tank in the direction they need to be landing in. That is the only thing I remember. Had Liam Neeson in it, didn't it? Is that my memory serving me right? Michelle, why did Mr. T not like the 2010 film of the A-Team? The only thing I remember is Liam Neeson and I will say that he didn't like it because he wasn't in it. Yeah. Chad, what are your thoughts? I'm going with Heather. He did not like the film because he said it was too gritty. He said the original A-Team was good, huh. original, good old-fashioned, family entertainment. There was no killings. There was no sex. He said that that film was full of killings and sex. I have to go back and revisit that, I suspect. Yeah. <laughs> but I he like, wasn't happy. I like killing and sex. <laughs> well, who doesn't? I mean, right. sorry. What? <laughs> not at the same time. Right, not at the same time. Usually. Stop wriggling. <laughs> well, the killing comes first and then there's the sex. Dead men can't say no, can they, Michelle? Right. That's why I'm not getting cremated. Unbelievable. <laughs> So there's so no points to be won, one. but I feel as if we know everyone a whole lot better than when we started. <laughs> How many times throughout the four series of the A-Team does Mr. Tay say, I pity the fool? I just need a number. Closest one. 36. When Miss Morris, I'm going to write all these down now. Miss Morris goes 36. You sure you don't want 42? Uh, 36. Mm-hmm. You're going 36. Someone may pick up on that at some point and win themselves something. Michelle. 42. Michelle's going 42. <laughs> Chad, what are you thinking there? Well, it's got to be 42 then, If right? you say 42, <laughs> I will punch you in the throat. Miss Morris <laughs> wins tonight. Oh, in the fact that she scored 36, but the answer is he didn't say it at all. It wasn't in there. What? No he way. never said that one single time in the A-team. That line is from Rocky Three. He's being interviewed <laughs> oh, in Rocky no, Three, and he looks yeah. in the camera and says, "I pity the fool." I pity the fool. And he says, "What? What do you expect? What's the What's the outcome of this fight?" And he says something like, "Anger." That was in Rocky. Had nothing to do with the A team <laughs> at all. I don't like these trick questions. There's no trick questions. 
Chad's doing very well with my trick questions. What ifs? Okay. That was then, but this is now. We get to our favourite part of the show. It's the mailbag. <laughs> we love the mailbag. We, we love do. receiving your comments of support. We love your notes of encouragement. We like to hear all of the things you appreciate about the show. Most people do that on Facebook, so why not go there now? Go to more questions than answers with Adrian Lee. We have an amazing Facebook site. Thousands and thousands of listeners and followers. All of the banter, the jokes, the cartoons, all of tonight's stories, and much, much more. It's like one big, happy, friendly community. Mm. It's exactly how socialism should be working in the world. <laughs> right there <laughs> on our more questions than answers. We're all equal. Some are more equal than others, obviously. True. I shall read them out. I love your messages. Make sure they keep flooding in. Jojo posted, I like your new Ghostbusters-themed photo. Remember, don't cross the streams, especially in the bathroom. Nice. Good advice. You always leave this show, don't you, with more than you arrived with. Jojo is describing the fact that we have a Patreon account. If you go to patreon.com, search for MQTA Radio. This show's free. It'll always be free. But if you wish to donate a single dollar to the show, you get to listen to an episode first. You get to listen to episodes that will never, ever be aired. And they're referring to the fact that I decided to sit down and write a screenplay, an audio book, what would you call it, an audio play, I guess, of Ghostbusters. I have written a Ghostbusters script. We've all taken part. We've done all the sound effects. People have told me it's very funny, and That's I shall fun. read those out very shortly. But if you go to, on to Patreon right now, search for MQTA Radio, pay a single dollar, you get lots and lots of wondrous things. We even sent autographed photographs of ourselves we out did. there. We sent stickers. You get lots for your buck, don't you, really, at the end of the day? And you only get charged, by the way, for the episodes. So all of the things I've just read out are free. Yeah. You just get charged for the episodes. <laughs> so all of those things come free as well. But that's on Patreon. And we love your support. We can't do this without you. It does actually pay for a lot of our studio time. It pays for all the platforms I'm about to read out. So it means that we break even. We're not making any money. We just love being here. And if we can break even, it's a result. Scott in California added, when nothing goes right, go left. I love that line, and I will be using it from now on in. Excellent. A line from our Ghostbusters play. Right. Yes. Like I said, we're adding to the lexicon, the rhetoric, the vernacular. Can I play with your vernacular, Michelle? Maybe after the show. Maybe. I'll buy you a drink. <laughs> so he's listening my as well. So thank you, Scott in California. John added, my favorite line of the Ghostbusters episode was, I'm off to research strippers. <laughs> True. The end of the world. True it's all there for you. John continues, MQTA, the only show that the term nut milk is exposed as a dairy alternative. There we go. He's, <laughs> he says he can't stop saying the words nut milk. We were talking about almond milk. We said, why is this called almond milk? Because you can't use the term nut milk, can you? Well, well, you can do, but no one's buying it to put in their tea and coffee, are they? One lump or two. I'll be listening tonight. He continues at 10 p.m. Central Time. He says, sorry, I'm just juvenile, but I like saying nut milk. Who doesn't? I think he's got borderline Tourette's, to be honest with you. I like it. Everyone at home listening is now going, nut milk. Over and over I, again. I might just throw it out in the middle of the show. No, let's not do that. I don't want that <laughs> splaying everywhere. What's wrong with you, sir? But you can listen, of course, first on the Dark Matter Digital Network at 10 p.m. Central Time. You would be joining us with 100,000 people in 190 countries all over the world. Heater, Mandy, and Jack, and many others have actually posted pictures of where they've hung 
their autograph photographs that we I sent know, them. I know, it's awesome. Great, that was a so great, good. Thank great you. idea. It makes me very happy to yes. see. No one's hung it in the bathroom yet. I think he just said his was in the office. Mandy posted hers. I think it was on the stairs down to the basement. We I have ours sure. in the studio bathroom. Do we? Yeah. I never noticed. Okay. <laughs> Something to aim at. <laughs> Something to stare at when I'm going through the motions. It's at the bottom of the bowl. Lovely. Oh. Nice. Just to make sure everything loosens up. Lovely. I have nice Great. soft spongy stools, so I'm happy with Stop. that. Stop. Did you know we are the second highest rated talk radio show anywhere in the world for our time slot on a Friday night? It's because of the spongy stools. Talk, Absolutely, okay. is it? Wow. I, it's amazing to me. It's remarkable, <laughs> isn't it? Incredible. Amazing, amazing times. I've got a surprise now. Robbie, our good friend and <gasps> listener in Massachusetts. She's awesome. Love you, Rob. I sent love us you. Some, I've got some gifts down here. She sent us <gasps> some gifts. First of all, she sent oh, us wow. some sticky starfish. Do you know I spoke about the <laughs> sticky octopus that you threw at the window mm-hmm. and it kind of oh, right, make yep. its way down? She sent us some sticky starfish. So we are going to have fun with that uh, at the end of the show. We'll be throwing those around. She and did what? actually send us some food, <laughs> and I was thinking that we might try a little bit. I no. love food. Are you Thank thinking you, we should break? Are you are you willing to embrace a bit of food, Chad? Let's get it on. Hungry? I'm full. <laughs> Happy to eat? Yes. Okay, let me just go down here and grab them. Ooh, I'm full. I is it is it juice? It is uh, a big bag full of mixed bugs. Mixed so bugs, we're going huh? to oh, open that up. Bugs. Well, that mixed sounds bugs. delicious. There we go. I'll Thank make you, sure Robin. you get the maggot. Oh, there we go. I hate you. I'm going to open up the packet. Got your bucket ready. I don't know what these look like, but there are some pictures on the front. It says mixed bugs, cooked and dehydrated, no. with seasonal salt. No. And there's no added colors or preservatives. No. Oh, I'll do so it. Nice and Let me just have oh, a look. God. There's going to be no. crickets, mealy no. bugs. That looks like a scorpion. Um, I don't know what else Ooh, is in there. No. Scorpion's one Let's of my favorites. Is there a cockroach? I can find you one. <laughs> You've always you got a ruin, haven't you? Let's have a look at you then. Let's, have you. Let's get you open here. Let's have a look. Let's see. Oh, they're big. Oh. oh, that's a big. Oh my. Okay, they're in. They're in a packet inside a packet. That's disgusting. Oh. Holy crap! Oh, that is bad. Look, are you supposed to smoke that? What do you do with those? <laughs> can I? Can I pass you one? Are you going to eat one? Bring it. I'm well, not doing it. I'll do it. Nope. I just want everyone to realize. You guys are going to get worms. I already have worms. Do you get kind of a route around in the packet? What'd you see get? What you come up with. See if you get a maggot or a cricket. What have you got there, Chad? Scorpion claw. You've got scorpion. Nice. I'm going for a slug. Oh my! Don't put salt on it; it'll disappear. Look it! Look it! You do realize this show? Let's have a packet back here. Let's have a look. How many are you eating? Have you had any dinner tonight? This is like I'm a celebrity. I don't know what that is, but it has a great big eye. Well, why don't you eat that one then? Mm -mm. Yeah, Chucky. Morris. No, come on! on. I'm not doing it. Let's let's have a look at you. What have we got here? Oh, that's good. Cool. Hang on. God, you're too enthusiastic. Stop screwing around. Hang Come on. Come on, man. Oh, that's it's disgusting. Here. Oh, what that's what I wanted. What, the maggot? <laughs> no, it's more like a it's grub. A, oh, that's dis- that's got a head on it. I don't know what. Oh, I don't, yeah, you got a grub. Robin, oh. you are a scream. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we love you so much. Who's going to eat the first one? One. Okay, we do Can it on do three. It all at the same time? Yeah. Cool. I'll one, watch y'all. Two, three. <laughs> You guys. Oh, that's... Um... I've never seen anything that make has a throw up before. Oh, oh, my. Well, let's keep trying. You want my bucket? What did you think? That's that's like... Yeah. I'll tell you what that Are tastes you like. Are you picking the legs up <laughs> off your paper? Look at, a look at the eye everyone. on that thing. If you want that on my base, I'm going to eat that one, too. Oh, that's disgusting. That's got, it's got an aftertaste of a fish tank. Mm-hmm. 
It's like um, I eat a lot you... of fish tanks, so I would know. algae. No, I tell you what that tastes like. It tastes like when you sprinkle fish food. Do you know yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flakes. You're right. It does taste like that. But oh, that's what a they whole, eat, like, right? Anyway. I'll find you a nice big. Fat, juicy one. I'm surprised mm. you ate that, Michelle, because you gag everything. <laughs> Me too. I couldn't believe that. I, she's got more yeah, in that bag. Yeah, it's the wine. I'm going to have a quick swig of drink. You're going to have to fill in and crack a joke, Miss Morris. All right. Well, I happened to sneak a peek at Robin's bag she sent us. Mm. And uh, there is another bag of stuff that I will eat. I promise. I swear. So crack that open, Mr. Lee. Well, we'll do that next week. We're not going to sit here eating all night. There's Why a show not? Dying You're going to snack out. on bugs. Yes, I've got a whole plethora bowl of bugs ahead of me tonight. The thing is, I'm good with bugs, but not like snot and poop and things like Vomit. that. Yeah. You don't like bodily I think you fluids. should take the bag of bugs to work and just eat them there. Ugh. At the post office? Mm-hmm. I bet they're good for you. At, at the counter. A lot of protein. <laughs> this is <laughs> where we come are. In. Lisa has posted, thank God it's Friday. Get off work, go to work, then there's happy hour, then home in time for the best show. MQTA nice. Radio. Remember, we're on SoundCloud. This show's free. It'll always be free. Go to SoundCloud. You will find our archives over the last six years back-to-back. There are a lot of shows, hundreds and hundreds of shows on there. If you're on a long journey, if you're wandering across the plains of Africa looking for widgety grubs, if you're hanging out in a bar trying to chat up a midget, it's all there for you. <laughs> As one does. Yes. Well, we had a very odd discussion before this show started at 10 o'clock, didn't we? I had we, to draw a picture that we, about That we it. may actually uh, put out on Patreon at some <laughs> point. But if you're listening now on SoundCloud, MQTA Radio, why not press the little orange love heart, show us how much you love the show. And we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes at the top of the hour. When we go off air, we stay in the studio and reread out all of the disgusting, filthy, quite <sighs> rude, I'm suggesting... Dirty. Would make a young lady blush. All the stories we found that we can't read out on air for fear of being removed or getting a hefty fine. But if you jump over to SoundCloud when you hear our German outro music, you'll get 20 to 25 minutes of unedited filth is what mm. we're looking at here, isn't it? Mm. Sticky. Yeah. Sticky, smeared, <laughs> laden, disgusting. Lady business. Just, yeah, raw, Naughty. dirty. Oh, Salty. Yeah. Keep going. Make it up. Sassy. Catherine has posted... <laughs> I haven't been this excited about a Friday since last Friday. <laughs> it <laughs> happened. Thank Remember, Thank we you. have a Twitter account, Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips, T-I-P-S, on Twitter. Remember, on Facebook, more questions than answers with Adrian Lee. All of tonight's stories, all of the jokes, the banter, the photographs. And also, we video ourselves doing this show. That's on Patreon as well. So if you jump over to Patreon, pay your dollar, you get to actually see us eating bugs. Gross. Who knew? You will be eating one before this show's out. No. I'm going to put it in your mouth. We'll put no. it in your drink. Watch it. <laughs> I'll hold you down. No. We're going to rehydrate that bug by... I think I got a leg there. Stuck in your teeth. Yeah. No. Nothing worse, is there? Mm-mm. I also write books in amongst all the madness. Oh, I am a, a serious author. I write books on ghosts, hauntings, history, apparitions, the strange, the bizarre, how to be a psychic... Lots to do with theology. Jump onto Amazon, search for Adrian Lee. You'll find all my books on there. And if you've ever read any of my books, why not write me a nice review on Amazon? That helps me enormously. Write something like Good Job, Adrian, five stars. If you didn't like my book, then obviously don't write anything at all. The Curse of Oak Island. (laughs) No. Oh, here we go. This is... Oh, blimey. Michelle's just brought out a huge... What's that? A gallon of wine? That's it's a, more than a gallon. Yeah, I can see what it is. <laughs> My first house wasn't that big. 
Holy smokes, that's got to be a quality <laughs> beverage. That's making me want to go for a wee. Can you hear that dribbling I actually out? do have to wee. Well, you're going to have to wait half an hour, Miss Morris. You should have gone before we entered the studio. I did. Would you like to tell the ladies and gentlemen, while I have another drink to get the taste of maggot out of my mouth. Excellent. Things I never thought I'd say on the radio. I know. What we do every Tuesday evening. Every Tuesday evening, we meet on Adrian Lee's more questions than answers or if you look specifically more questions than answers with adrian lee and we have a specific post that we all meet up under to watch yes to watch at 8 p.m central so you have to check your local listings the curse of oak island and we all meet there and we have gift wars and jokes. It's so much fun. And silly comments. When will the madness and, ever end? <laughs> and drinks. I think it's about April 24th, so we better get another show lined up, guys. Right. Lots of drinks. So you can oh. join us on there every Tuesday. Hundreds and hundreds of people yeah, are now joining us on a Tuesday. Are we open to suggestions for the successor of Oak I tell Island? you what, I've been running a poll. Oh, okay. have And you? we could put shows oh, on there. I didn't see it. And people would... Maybe put a poll up there. That's a good idea. I yeah. don't want to watch the World War Two one. That looks boring. I'm forged for in fire? I'm for Forged in Fire. Yeah, we'll see what's out there. We can make it happen. Yeah, of we'll course. We'll get that going. There's no need to fear. When the no. curse of Oak Island goes off, we'll come back bigger and harder with another show. That's Deeper. <laughs> Absolutely. The Bionic Man. We can rebuild him. Nil, 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 nil. Nil, nil, nil. Can I just say... I want to summarize what they found on the Curse of Oak Island for the next few minutes. Oh, good. Okay. They found a bucket. Oh. A bucket. A bucket. They found a bucket. <laughs> I told her to... Oh, my. <laughs> that came out your nose. How many, how many snorts was, was that? That's Two that and a half. There was more than one. In... Oh, there's, there's the third one. The oh, my. If you get a fourth one, we'll get you a gift voucher. You get... <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs> she can't fake it, ladies and gentlemen. It's no. either there or it's not there. Oh. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you can now take your first shot oh. of the evening. But they did find a bucket, and that was the sum of it. The interesting thing is, <laughs> they're repeating on the show the stuff they've done previously. They're treading water so hard at the moment that in this series, they went back to the bookshop to find the stone in the basement that they went to three years ago. They put dye in the water like they did three years ago to see where the access tunnels are and when they did that the first time round they put green dye in and then wondered why they couldn't see that went into a green sea <laughs> Chad you made a fantastic point by the yes. way would you like to bring up the dye point that you made uh, the first time they did it in what like the 80s they actually put red dye in yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it did, it's really kind of amateur hour but you mentioned the idea that if you put dye into the middle of an island it leaches out oh oh yeah obviously so if your island is in the middle of the sea anything that reaches the water table goes out to the sea who knew yeah yeah so you paid attention during your geography lessons when they were talking about oxbow lakes i didn't no Mm -hmm. yeah that's right and that's why you never came up with a theory what i also want to add is that they did ocean scans like they did three years ago as well, and they found a triangular shadow, apparently. Mm. So that was an error of my life, never <laughs> to get back. Even the Lagina brothers are actually looking drained and uninterested and bored uh, I think at this moment in time. I think it's pronounced Lagina. Oh. There <laughs> so when they've been working and they're sweaty, that's a salty Lagina, is mm. it? Is that what we're saying? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Unbelievable. Give me a double. Chad. <laughs> I'm going to ignore that. You have our strange, bizarre and fascinating fact of the evening. See we play, Dr. Peters. Intelligence isn't how much you know, it's how fast you learn. So if you quickly realize that something isn't working and adapt more quickly than others, you're relatively intelligent. That also means that doing the same thing repeatedly and expecting different results isn't insanity, it's stupidity. It's not insanity. Exactly. We now enter our first round proper. That is ghosts and hauntings. Michelle is yet to score. I have also got a duck egg. Heather's clambered her way to a slippery two. And Chad has his pangalactic gargle blaster sitting on a table at the end of the universe. On a resplendent six. Ah, that's my favorite yeah, of restaurant. And remember, we don't do orbs. Coronation Street stars Julia Goulding and Callum Harrison were left terrified on set by a ghost. The actors who play Shona Ramsey and Clayton Hibbs in the ITV soap were filming the upcoming hostage scenes in the decaying abandoned mansion when whispering began terrifying everyone. I've heard many investigations whispering. The one I remember most, the one that comes to mind, I was in the Polk County Cemetery, up by Alexandria, Minnesota. I was investigating the graveside of a famous reverend, Reverend Thomas Van Eaton. He was killed during the Dakota War in 1862. The Dakota made great sport of cutting his head off and riding round with it on a stick for two days, and he's buried there. But all the way through that investigation, in the background, you couldn't hear exactly what it was, but you could hear in the background... And it was all the way through the investigation. There was only me and Scott there. And we were in the middle of nowhere. These things can happen. Actor Callum exclusively told The Sun Online, It is a really spooky place. The place where we filmed. It was almost haunted. He added, We are doing a take. And one of the assistant directors said, Can we stop talking in the back? Everyone was looking at each other like, There's nobody talking. But there was whispering on the mic. And there was no one there. That was freaky. Honestly, that happened. No word of a lie. We were really like Jesus. Callum added, The place is a mess. Honestly, it stinks. The place is horrible. When we were filming the scenes, the scenery really helped when we were filming because it felt like I genuinely took her away and kidnapped her to do... You know what that means. He added, (laughs) you know what Brits beat around the bush and don't like coming out and saying what, you know, is actually taking place here. Mm. He added, it was a disgusting place, but it was really, really good. It was amazing to do. Investigating grim places. Where's the most miserable, the grimmest place you've ever investigated? The most foul, disgusting, testing, difficult... I've got a few suggestions if you're sat there not thinking of any of them. No, you go and let let me think for a moment. Well, the one I remember the most is the SS Meteor, the last whaleback freighter moored <gasps> up in Superior. I believe that was built in 1896, something like that. I was in the boiler room. I'm up to my ankles in dirty lake water and oil and coal. Yeah, we made you guys go down there. There's asbestos everywhere around the pipes, yeah. peeling lead paint. I took mm, 10 cancer. years of my life sitting down there. I was thinking of the abandoned bank, the First National Bank and the Opera House in Long Prairie in Todd County when we did an investigation in February because they were going to knock the building down. Right. And it was minus 20. The ink in my pen froze. I had to use a pencil to make notes. 
I was actually thinking of one of the first houses that I investigated. Do you remember? We actually crawled into the crawl space, and that's where <gasps> they found that mummified cat. What? Oh, that was the um, wow. Manterville Theater. Yeah. That was the Manterville. We found a dehydrated <laughs> dead cat. We put it in a glass of water. It went meow and ran away. Yeah. Did you frame it? It was Egyptian. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> a mouth? Anything anyone wants to add to that? So, the most disgusting place I've ever investigated, and keep in mind that I'm not a paranormal investigator, but uh, my neighbor about half a block away, like, never cut his grass. So, I went over there with my <gasps> lawnmower one day, right. and uh, it, it was a trailer house. And you found two Japanese soldiers that thought the war was still on. <laughs> not None? quite. Okay. I, uh, I, I went into the, I, I went to knock on the door, and the door was open. So I went through the porch, and I went to knock on that door, and the door was open. And you found three bowls of porridge, rolled oats. <laughs> one was hot, Almost. one was cold. No. Almost. There was, like, a hot dog half-eaten on the, on the kitchen table. The clothes were still in the closet. Nobody was actually there, and I just actually cut the lawn but I, I was pretty worried for a little while you, i thought I you were gonna tell me guy. wait a second you found someone dead no? yeah it was really close to that wait a second you went over to cut your neighbor's grass mm -hmm. which was uber nice and then and, rooted through all their personal effects and, in their house yeah well, what, I, would, I did actually want to make sure the guy wasn't dead and okay. so you saw a half-eaten hot dog and clothes in the closet it looked like somebody had moved out or like not it could be worse. lived there or maybe just so much yes it literally could be... wasn't quite living i there. was thinking it could have been half eaten clothes and a hot dog in the closet <laughs> do you want a hot dog Surprise! in the closet wow do you want mustard on that no unbelievable ghost on the set or nothing there, I bet. You decide. I should give myself two points. Go to our Facebook site. You will see the story in glorious Technicolor for yourself. Miss Morris, what have yeah. you got for me tonight in the round mm. of Ghosts and Hauntings? Something that's fun. Oh, well, that big eyes. Nice. Sparkly. Oh, you're going to love it. Archaeologists in China have unearthed an ancient bronze vessel containing a rather curious concoction. I like that word. Oh, I read about this. There yes. was a young scientist from China. Wow. Keep going. <laughs> I don't know anything that rhymes with China. Liner. Ocean liner. Yep, I do. yep, yep. Exactly. Nothing could be finer. Minor. Carolina. <laughs> wow. Rick Lagina. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Nicely done. Yeah, Excellent. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it was actually the elixir was discovered alongside yep. painted clay pots and a goose-shaped lamp and a well-preserved remains of a nobleman who had been buried in his family's tomb in central China's Henan province. At the time, the archaeologists who excavated the site believed that the vessel, which contained about 3.5 liters of yellow... <laughs> fluid yellow river okay. yellow river that fluid. smelled that's... strongly of alcohol <laughs> All right. Sorry. On, All right. i resemble that <laughs> remark catch yeah. me tomorrow <laughs> maybe a little more than 3.5 liters had what? been used to store wine is actually what was supposed to be in here 
But since then, however, <laughs> laboratory testing has revealed that substance to be something a lot more unusual, oh, no. an elixir of immortality. I don't know how you test for that. How do you test for that? Well, someone takes a sip, and if they're still here in 200 years' time, it's an elixir of immortality. Yeah. Mm. We, all, we all drink it. Take see, notes. See yeah. what happens next. Keep no. in touch. Good. <laughs> yeah. Compl- Let's all meet up in the year 3000. <laughs> Great. You guys are freaking nuts. I'm going to have some of my elixir. Oh, my. It's working. <laughs> I can see the. it's knocking the years off you. Look at mine. You only look like 52 now. It's look remarkable. at my wrinkles. Oh, my God. You mm. just look so good, Michelle. Well, it's comprised primarily of potassium nitrate. And That's what they all say. An alanite. Alanite. I don't know what that is. Well, we're living mm. here, here in Alanite. Alanite. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are awesome. I know. Well, it is the first time. Oh, here we go. Here we go. That mythical immortality medicine. <laughs> Mr. Bond. Have been found in China. Uh-huh. Said in, she. In your what? Jizan of China's Institute of Cultural Relics and Archaeology, which I'm sure is very interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. The liquid is of a significant value for study of ancient or Chinese thoughts on achieving immortality and evolution of a Chinese evolution. Really? Yeah. <laughs> It remains unclear whether the liquid was actually intended for drinking. Oh, I beg to differ. But the archaeologists tried it anyway. You gotta taste it at least a little, you know, you dip it in your... Rub it in your gums. Yeah, yeah. Rub it into your gums, is that what you said? I'm sorry, I'm getting fused with cocaine, my bad. Great. I miss art college. Yeah. Right. Me too. <laughs> you well, never went. You just bunked in. Right. You were one of the hangers-on. You'd be at a counts. party and I'd say, what course are you on? Are you doing fashion design? Are you doing film studies? She's doing it. still life when yeah, the right. guys are there. <laughs> right. No, she's a peas artist. She just draws peas. Oh, God. <laughs> I love this show. Well, they're wondering if it was a ceremonial object. However, its content certainly... Wouldn't have done anyone any favors, given that the elixir is now over 2,000 years old. Drinking it today is definitely not recommended, but, you know, you can give it a shot if you want. I'm game. Yeah, I'm happy to go. I'm, I mean, I just ate bugs. Yes, I've had a, I've had a maggot and a... And a Scarab and a, lo- and a locust tonight, <laughs> right. so I'm, I'm full. Cockroach? I couldn't squeeze in another beetle. Mm. I always wonder what Yoko the Ona liquid in, that. like, a, a jar of a... <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm on fire. Sorry, you were talking about jugs. I distracted you. Yeah. No, I always wonder what, like, you know, um, body parts in jars in formaldehyde. Huh? I always wonder what that tastes like. She what, really formaldehyde? Wa- so you want to find a finger or a toe and just She wants swig. the toe shot in Canada is oh, what so she's aiming yeah, for. I'm... We can make that happen. We yeah, can take I, a road trip. I shall give you two points, Miss Morris, for being fun and slightly informative. A mum was left terrified after (gasps) a security camera captured creepy footage of what looked like a child's ghost in her home, which used to be a Victorian school. Amanda Papadopoulos, 39. I love it. Thank you. I like to say Papadopoulos. Yeah, I've eaten some feta and olive oil. I'm Mm. I'm almost fluent. 
Wasn't that like Webster's last name mm-hmm. or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Was at home with her two children, aged four and six, when she saw the figure floating around her garden. In Lincolnshire, her husband, Paul, 47, who was at work, got a notification from security firm Ness saying something had been caught on camera. It was an orb. In the garden. We what? Don't no. do orbs. We don't do orbs. Oh, I know we throw don't. Throw that out. I wow. know we don't. It's not an orb. I actually think it was an insect on the camera lens. It's not an orb. It's an insect. It was an orb. Amanda's secretary looked at the footage on their computer on Tuesday and saw the apparition whizzing around and swinging on a washing line before flying off over the rooftops of the 1903 oh, building. Oh, come on. She said, it's not every day you pick something like that up on screen. I was like, oh, my God, let me look at that again. I don't want to look at it too much. My husband thinks it's fantastic, whereas I'm a bit more sceptical and a little bit more scared. The spooky sighting wasn't the first time the family have witnessed paranormal activity in the house. Amanda and Paul, a company director, have heard soldiers marching and being woken up by the of sound of children laughing. Uh-huh. When she went downstairs to check on her children, they were both fast asleep. And she believes all of the incidents are connected, but it is a bug flying around on the camera lens. It's not a ghost. No. It's poor. Oh. Ghost on the washing line, or you're just wasting my time. You decide, go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, where you will see the bug in glorious technicolor just before Michelle has eaten it. Yes. What have you got for me tonight, <laughs> Michelle, in the round of ghosts and all? All right, guys, this is a bit of fun. So, Wincoop's Rocky Mountain Oyster Stout is wow. made with barley. Barley. Can't Oats. be barley. Natural ingredients. Mm-hmm. Organic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hops. Nice. You'd expect sea that. Sea salt. Be a, oh, just a touch no. of sea salt. Oh, the fancy stuff. Dark chocolate. Oh, that's Ooh. a heavy, rich yeah. drink right there. And, as it says right here, bull's testicles. Well, they make their own sauce. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. The Bizarre Brew started out as an April Fool's joke for the Colorado-based microbrewery, but the idea proved so popular that they've actually produced a limited run. Oh, no. They say Wincoop's famous Rocky Mountain Oyster Stout is back on, ta- on tap for a limited time. Like Guinness, really? Yeah, right. Excellent. This April Fool's joke turned reality foreign-style stout is made with roasted barley, mm-hmm. seven speciality grains. Just like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Styrian right. golding hops it's finger and looking good. roasted bull testicles. It is warm in this studio. It is. Oh, they're stewing downstairs, yeah. they are. Wincoop says the decidedly non-vegan brew is nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> this beer is so much more than its namesake. Smooth, rich, and delicious. And creamy. Bull testicles. Mm. You'll be wondering how you lived without it for so long. I'll probably. be wondering how this is in the Ghost and Hauntings round. Yeah, and that's no <laughs> BS. <laughs> the quirky microbrewery does have one thing that beer fans should perhaps be concerned about, though. Other than losing testicles. A resident ghost. Creepy. Mm, customers using the men's restrooms have experienced encounters while using the facilities. I hope a ghostly cold hand didn't mm. come across and just take over while you're trying to light a Ooh. cigarette. You carry Ooh. on. I need to light Where do cigarette. you light a cigarette from? 
Well, you've got your lighter in one hand, your <laughs> cigarette in the other, and the ghostly hand is directing where you're going, is what I'm <laughs> suggesting. Okay. <laughs> Especially men who claim that they could feel something strange brushing the against the backs of their legs the while they were using the urinals. Lovely. Yeah. Some customers have claimed they can see a lady in a red dress walking across the bar's pool room. It's Jessica Rabbit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We would remind you, though, that alcoholic (laughs) beverages are indeed sold on the premises. In case you think the ghost stories are just the beer talking, though, bear in mind that at least one ghostly present has been spotted on CCTV within the brewery. Oh. So it's not all balls. I'm just wondering how you even (laughs) make beer from testicles. I mean, you just, like, steep it. Just throw them in there. like a tea bag. Yeah. Right, like yeah, putting bay leaves for... in your stew. That's why I don't like homebrewed beer. Because <laughs> you don't know what people have done in it. Yeah, yeah, you never know whose balls you don't, have touched Yeah, right. you don't know what's been in there. <laughs> I'm not touching that beer. Those balls are repeating on me. Yeah. Oh. I shall give you two rounds, spherical, slightly squishy points, Michelle. Okay. We're now running to the round that is UFOs and cryptozoology. What have you got, Miss Morris? Oh, Green I men get to and do hairy beasties, you do. Come on. Ah, uh, good. <laughs> There's the man who trod on a Lego brick. Oh, (laughs) that was bad, but whatever. Bigfoot enthusiast. Oh, that's Bigfoot. Yeah. I love Bigfoot. I love him. That's what it said on the little thing. Here's him snorting. (laughs) Sounds like me. (laughs) Trying to get up in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. Go back to bed, Michelle. You can have another hour. Yeah. Bigfoot enthusiasts will be descending in Gatlinburg this summer to talk about all things Sasquatch, the legendary creature, despite proving extremely elusive, still enjoys a sizable following in the United States, with many remaining convinced that its existence will one day be conclusively proven, you little hairy bugger. Harry Potter? Yeah, Beautiful bastard. Nice. Now, those with a keen interest in the subject will have the opportunity to meet up and discuss the hairy humanid. Harry humanid? Yeah, that too. Humanid. <laughs> was he a Victorian that used to get out of milk oh, churns and he was manacled? hominid. Hominid. <laughs> he, was dangled. he was dangled from a crane with like a straitjacket on, wasn't he? Harry humanid? <laughs> yeah, he was good at that. He was excellent. Yeah. He got up to the point he died. Except for that one time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you'll get to see him in person thanks to inaugural. I love you, my best friend. You, my best friend. (laughs) Your family. Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Conference, which will be coming to the Gatlinburg Convention Center on July 27th. Did I say road trip? Yes. We should totally be there. We should do the show live from said place. That would be Bring some microphones down. Would they have us? Oh, yes, sure probably. Yeah. Seeing we're the second highest rated talk radio show anywhere in the world. Yeah, the conference will reportedly feature a number of Bigfoot investigators and researchers, including Cliff Backrackman <laughs> or Barackman or something. Backrackman. Burke Backrack. But you know. cake. <laughs> Never mind, we're not actually going to the conference. <laughs> we got, that, that ruined that quickly, didn't it? We got uninvited in two sentences. Hey! <laughs> what the world uh, needs, needs now. now. 
Do you know the way to San Jose? The sad part is that's what was in my mind. That's why I said. Oh, good God. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, just swig out the bottle of this day. Good God. Sorry. Get a couple of testicles down you. Friday. Co-host of Animal Planet's documentary series, Finding Bigfoot. That's who's going to be there. So there you go. Former Knox County Mayor Tim. Former Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with you guys? Was there was a chance we were going to the conference? No. That, no. Was, that no. was just on my mother's side, Eva. She, was, yes. she came, yeah. <laughs> well... The county mayor, Tim Burchett, who famously declared November War 6th... against the Poland. <laughs> famously, he declared November 6th, 2012, which happens to be cool. November 6th is my birthday, and I, I don't know why he did it. Is, yeah. What? That's probably so you want why. us to go to a Nazi conference on your birthday? No! <laughs> it's the Knox County Bigfoot Day, and it's not oh, on my birthday. They changed thing. the date. It's the same thing. <laughs> oh, my God. They'll Are be you riding serious? around with I'm pillowcases. So confused. <laughs> There's a Nazi regalia yeah. Bigfoot get-together in Knoxville. A Nazi Bigfoot get-together. Yes. Are we invited... Birthday. Apparently not anymore. will go. <laughs> I think that's long gone now. That's that's disappeared in the ether. Well, anyway, he said he was invited to the event, so he might go. But the event is actually July twenty seventh, not November sixth, because that's a different day. In case you didn't know. Oh, but that's how I'm it happy works. to be corrected. And right. and so he says. I've always been fascinated oh, about the unknown. Achtung, uh, schnell! <laughs> when we stop, what? when we stop dreaming, man, we stop living. I mean, y'all were you trick or treating, y'all? My you're life, now. my life is a dream. <laughs> I know s- crap. I swing for that fence every day. Oh, good God! <laughs> She sucked the air out of the room. Chad's gone blue. And I'm a free. Three, three shots. My, my lips are corpse colored. It's a three shot night. And I'm a. And that's not the lips you kiss with. I'm a freaking congressman. What? Yeah. Oh, no. I go to Congress and Congress eight. Oh. So I'm to blessed. Congress. You're blessed, are you? We are absolutely thrilled with the response for just being less than a week into the announcement of this here, this here, you know, this Bigfoot conference on July 27th. I think we'll end up selling out in the next couple of weeks. So get your tickets. You need to get your foot down there. I shall give you two large Bauhaus designed red, white and black points, Miss Morris. You are now listening to the part of the show that we call Not For Your Mother, which means you have come to find us on one of our platforms. I forgot to read them out. Mm. We normally read out, don't we? iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Armadillo. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Gas box. Why not cut and paste? Do us a favour. Be philanthropic. We don't ask for much in life. We're happy to deliver shows (laughs) free over the last six years. Mm. Week in, week out. Come rain, shine or snow in Minnesota. Why not cut and paste the links to this show and say that you're listening to one of the best chat shows, one of the best radio shows, the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world. It'd be a sad state of affairs when a second one lumbers along. Oh, Who else could... could do this? I don't think anyone else could do this show. 
Not like us. Well, absolutely. Nobody can replace me. No. But this is the part of the show that if your mother's of a nervous disposition because she's finished snoring the hits of the 80s in the room next door. <laughs> wow. Michelle's just brought a box of wine oh, to the table. Oh, boy. Pour it out. Listen to it coming out. It's like having a wee. Oh, I gotta go, go listen, again. Listen. Oh, does the mic pick that up? I just like yes. should get it. Oh, into there we go. Oh, nice. That's like La Piscine in Belgium. The little yeah, boy yeah, yeah, yeah. having mm-hmm. a wee into the fountain. <laughs> if you have small children in the room, <laughs> it's too late. You've corrupted them late. already. Let's <laughs> jump in and see where we end up. Boy four covers himself in tattoos like mummy, using a permanent marker, and some of them. Look very rude indeed. Oh, oh God. Wow. Having your children wanting to copy your every move is something all parents will be all too familiar with. But whilst mo mom, most mums... Most mums. Most yeah, mo, mo most mums. Mom. ...are used to having their daughters raid their makeup cases, or even some of the boys, <laughs> or try on their shoes. Did you try on your mother's makeup and shoes when you were younger? Yes. Ted? Shoes, I'm sure. Makeup, yeah. maybe not. <laughs> you... <laughs> what about you ladies no uh, yes absolutely you did all of those things did you one parent was left in absolute stitches when her four-year-old son covered himself in permanent marker tattoos to look like mommy hannah smith 27 from redditch was enjoying a laid-back morning at her parents house on saturday when her son samuel disappeared upstairs for 20 minutes I used to do that as a teenager. Just like share that with. Oh, mm. anytime it's longer than about three minutes, wow. you look. You've got, for you've that got kid. it down to three minutes. Have you? <laughs> yep, yeah. That's when something is going wrong. That's if twice. you've got quiet for three minutes, that's a problem. After stumbling upon a permanent marker in his older brother's pencil case, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> the mum of three was rather <sighs> taken aback when her four-year-old returned, head to toe in tattoos. Yeah, and nah. some of them looked very. Very rude. Speaking to Fabulous <laughs> Online, Hannah revealed that Samuel has doodled on himself with a biro before, but admitted he's never done anything like this. She said, I asked him, what the hell have you done to yourself? <laughs> she said that to her what-year-old? I believe he was seven if we go, oh. but now he's four. He's only four. Little lad's four. His reply was, I want to be like mummy. Mm. Yes, covered in cocks and mushroom stamps. Yeah. Oh, classy. But while Samuel was trying to recreate the array of pretty floral tattoos his mother has on her chest, arms and legs, the four-year-old also went a little rogue when he started drawing what he called a dinosaur on his thigh. A cockasaurus. Oh, no. I think you have a beautiful tattoo. Why, thank you. Yeah. Dickladocus. No. Tyrannosaurus next. His auntie joked, he's drawn a penis on his leg. Obviously, that's spot on. Is that what mommy has? It's right by the clitosaurus. Oh, my. (laughs) No one can find it. (laughs) It's been extinct for many years. (laughs) <laughs> oh dear god mein gott in himmel mein guten we've got that on camera after the jokes had subsided hannah then took to a private facebook cleaning group to ask how best to remove her son's designs <gasps> buzzsaw oh no dinosaur willy blaster <laughs> or don't be so silly 
You decide to go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? All right, guys. Poundland has been blasted again. Is in like pound? Yeah. Poundland. Just for a dollar. I'm going to take you to uh, Poundland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> been there. Poundland. That's the sign over Michelle's bedroom, actually. Well, Poundland. Oh, my oh God. <laughs> Lovely. You've been there, haven't uh-huh. you? Oh, I've God. I've seen the neon. Yes, but not while you were there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Poundland has been blasted for displaying <laughs> vibrators. Don't leave a brother oh, hanging. Horace, come on. <laughs> no, I was looking at Adrian being left hanging. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you got left hanging. Uh, I didn't even Dad. notice. On camera. The first time. On camera. A smartly yeah. dressed Englishman tries to be hip and with the kids. I was on the street. So I still think you're cool, buddy. <laughs> Unbelievable. You can watch this in glorious technical if you pay a dollar and go oh, over to Patreon. Right, yeah, worth it. It's for real. You'll actually see the moment where I'm doing this. And, and I'm like... Can't be bothered. Can't be bothered. Yeah. I'm going to start from the beginning and say once again that Poundland has been blasted for displaying vibrators (laughs) along with kids' toys. That's a pound well spent. (laughs) A mom hit out at Poundland for stocking vibrators alongside kids' products. (laughs) You can get those at Poundland? Yeah, they put a wasp in a cigar <laughs> That's tube. why they call it Poundland, Morris. <laughs> Everything's a pound. How much is this? It's a pound. Yeah. What about this? It's a pound. Or you, what can, about this? you can get pounded That's with a pound. it. Yeah. What about that? It's a pound. It's a pound. Dude, what about I, these? Dude, I, I totally pound. misunderstood the interpretation of pound there. Poundland is in England. I it was a England. sex toy store. Yeah, no, no, no. I see no. what you've done there. It's, it's an easy mistake to make. Store. Yeah. But yeah. that's our currency. Yeah. Uh, How much is that? Bairdsley it's... Smith, 52, was shocked to see dozens. Hundreds. Yes, thousands of sex hundred pounds toys. worth. Of sex toys in plain sight. Of sex customers. toys. Sex toys. You, you gotta say that's pretty cheap for a sex toy. Like I, I was said, thinking. they put a wasp in a cigar tube. Do you Bang. want a sex toy that costs a pound? I don't. I don't know. I was thinking that's good value for money. You can no. get a rubber band and tie three together. That's only three pounds at that point. <laughs> And the rubber band. What? I like the fact Chad thought it meant pound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's let's exactly what yeah, I thought. Let's yeah. go to Poundland, pound Chad. Yeah, Chad. Yeah, Chad. Let's go to Poundland. I was there with you. Yeah, no. So you know. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Oh, you know, it's the, only the two people that have left the country and travelled got that right. Yeah. You see where we? Are. Oh, you're so cultured. I'm that's so. Right. You know what Poundland means? Yeah, so amazing. <laughs> you thought pubic hair was a character from Beatrix Potter, so you can't say anything. Yeah. She thought Little Red Riding Hood was a Russian contraceptive. <laughs> what? Carry on. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Jenna spotted the. Bonkin' Bunny Vibrator. Pumpkin? Bonkin' Bunny! Bunny! So so again, I was not that far off with the Poundland bang, 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 bang. 
No, but it costs <laughs> one pound. Right. With oh my tax. God, I'm totally Again? with that. Super cheap. Can yeah. I order one from there? I don't think they'll ship it. <laughs> Just saying. It oh costs more extra. in packaging. I was going to say it costs more in packaging. I'll pay it. In stamps than it would for the mm. product. Do you know how much I paid for my eager beaver? <laughs> Didn't you uh, pick it up in a yard? I thought you got that in a yard sale. Cents. That was a yard eager sale. beaver? In a yard sale. That's a thing? Yes. It is a thing. <laughs> she got it cheap because it only did reverse and second gear. <laughs> I burnt out the first gear. <laughs> the transmission was shot. <laughs> I love you guys. I learned so much. All right. I don't know where I was, but going. we're going to go here. However... They were nestled between other reduced price items, including Finding Nemo. That's oh. a game we can play. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Is that a euphemism? Yeah, if you find a clownfish down there. Get him warmer. <laughs> Run warmer. away. A clownfish. Run away? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Can't go back to that aquarium. <laughs> and sweet scented candles. Nice. Yeah. The horrified parent explained I was amused at first, but then I realized I found it annoying. What have you got there, kids? Let's play hide hide the rabbit. It's not something you want to see. (laughs) Didn't remember that in Alice in Wonderland. When you are out shopping, this is a pleasant time to be selling items like that. There are a lot of families in here. Right. Okay, the mum is pleased she wasn't shopping with her kids at the time. Mm. She added, I wouldn't want my child to ask what it is. Thankfully, I was on my own when I was shopping. I would say it's insensitive, but I just want to just go on here if I can get this. If they're going to sell things like that, they should be at the back of the store. The Bonkin' Bunny Vibrator You mean by the back door? Ah, not too far away. Yeah, not you know, too just far a away. few inches. Just, yeah. <laughs> There's the, only a slip to its cup and lip. The Bonkin' Bunny Vibrator launched just before Bi- Valentine's Day. At that time, the budget store urged customers to ask for the product at the tills. Those who use the code word Justin. Justin, it's Justin. Mm. I can We're see the then tip provided of it. with the oh. product. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hands up. Who's been to Taco Bell? <laughs> That's Morris with the sound effects yeah. there. That sounds By like, that sounds like a dodgy enchilada. I'm just shoppers. It prevents it from falling into the hands of children. Following the mum's complaint, a Poundland spokesperson said, We're bemused. What was that? She's Bunkin. having a stroke. Wow. <laughs> no, I haven't had one yet. That's Lu- <laughs> that would be Luke Perry having a stroke. Yeah, our bonkin' bunny is precisely where it should be, behind the till. Out of reach. Nice. Yeah. For the stroke. Incredible. We got through it in the end, didn't we? Yeah, we did. There's no points to be had anymore. What? Unlucky. Graffiti left by Romans in England in 1,800 years ago include penis and cartoons of their boss. I really like that story. Mm -hmm. The carvings, Mm -hmm. which are more than 1,800 years old, were left by soldiers quarrying stone to repair Hadrian's wall and include a caricature of their boss and a good luck 
penis. Do you want lots of good luck, Michelle? Yeah, do I have to have a penis for that? Well, that can be arranged. <laughs> if you rub it, it, it does explain a lot. I mean, your bad yeah. luck situation. If you buff it, the genie comes out the bottle. Nah, that's where I was the going. The incredible etchings are being recorded before they are lost forever as a result of erosion of the soft sandstone in which they were made at the remains of a quarry at Gelt Woods in Cumbria. Archaeologists... Ah. From Newcastle University are descending 30 foot down the quarry face to record the written rock of Celts in a project Ooh. funded by Historical England. Carvings on the rock face include a caricature of the commanding officer in charge of the quarry and an inscription dating to 207 AD, a period when Hadrian's Wall had a major repair Wait. and renewal program. 207 AD. That's correct, madam. I believe wow. the Romans were in Britain from 0 AD to 400 well, AD. Yes, so yes, it's in the, mi- in the middle of their run. Isn't it great that we were doing graffiti in the shape of penises in 207 AD? Doesn't that give you a nice warm glow? <laughs> it never and goes away, does it? It's always there. 2019. It's always prominent. Yeah. See what I'm saying? The markings were first discovered in the 18th century, but experts now say they have uncovered new graffiti. The new findings include a drawing of a phallus, which, according to experts, it needs an expert, apparently. Yep, that's a cock and balls. <laughs> um, here comes the cock and balls expert. Right. <laughs> oh, my. Wow. Nope. <laughs> oh, my. I, Michelle's I don't know how many drinks that is, but that's not that's just not too many. It's the seat of the Oh, chair. my. I'm sorry. No. Oh, <laughs> Michelle has literally fallen off of her chair. This that's is the... terrible. No, no, I can't get. Okay. My, oh I'm my. not even that drunk. Honest. It's a chair. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Carvings on the rock face include a caricature of the commanding officer in charge of the quarrying. And an inscription dating to 207 AD, a period when Hadrian's War had a major repair and renewal program. The markings were first discovered in the 18th century, but experts now say they have uncovered new graffiti. The new findings include a drawing of a phallus, which, according to experts, would have been general good luck symbol to the Romans who carved it. Biggest dickus, no less. <laughs> Ian Haynes, professor of archaeology mm-hmm. at Newcastle University, mm-hmm. said... Yep. These inscriptions are very vulnerable to further gradual decay. It was very William Shatner, wasn't it? Further yeah, decay. Mm-hmm. No. This is a great opportunity to record them as they are in 2019, using the best modern technology to safeguard the ability to study them into the future. Graphic Adrian's wall, or I can only see one ball. You decide, go to our Facebook site where you will see the phallus for yourself. Inglorious Technicolor. Miss Morris, you have the last story of the round that we call Michelle Not on Her Chair. Yeah. <laughs> can I ask you one question about your story? You can do whatever you wish, Miss Morris. Did you say Hadrian's Wall or Hadrian's. Adrian's Wall? Do you know, hardly anyone ever cracked the joke when I was at school about Hadrian's Wall. It was yeah. barely mentioned. No one ever said to you, Michelle, my bell, did they? No oh, one ever ne- said to oh, you. never. No if one I had ever a mentioned. Nickel? Heather Feather, did they, at any point in your career? No. Growing up, there was never mentioned no. Heather Feather, was it? No, no. nothing. Mm-hmm. What's the weather, I think, was What's the weather, Heather? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Thanks, that was very 
traumatizing during my childhood. Oh, regress you. Well, what I've got for you is a balanced diet because I know everybody had their New Year's resolution. So here we go. Eight hours sleep and 20 minutes of exercise a day. We know that all of these are the building blocks of a healthy lifestyle. Fabian Farquhar-Sirun. Farquhar's. <laughs> Farquad. Far- yeah, good friend of mine. I Fa- know. Good old Fabian Farquaz. <laughs> it's bad <laughs> enough that you're called Farquaz without your parents then saying Fabian. <laughs> Fabian. It could be either, I guess. Oh, Fabian Farquaz. <laughs> I don't remember that character on Star Trek. <laughs> However, has his own trusted well-being method, and you should all follow it. And it's probably... Maybe not for everybody's taste. For the past three years, the 37-year-old interior designer looks fabulous, by the way. With a name like Fabian Farquaz. Farquaz. He better. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he has been gulping down on a rather (gasps) unusual concoction to stay healthy. No. Having read about the so-called health benefits of... When was the last time you had a decocking? Urine. I like decoctions. Urine. Okay. Pee-wee. Urine trouble. Okay. Peewee. Yeah. Peewee. Peewee. Lots of peewee. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fabian from Sheffield now happily drinks a pint of his own product every day. Yum, oh, yum. God. Do you think it would be better to drink your own or someone else's? I was my own. Your own. I was actually thinking, no. is it better to drink it hot or cold? Over oh, you ice? Want, you want that going down warm, don't you? You don't want a cold one. I'd like it cold. We well, want a cold one. Cold. Over ice. <laughs> Squeeze a lemon. <laughs> no. Then I can mix it with things. Oh, God. Vodka and urine. <laughs> I would go hot because in the microwave, you I can would kill the bacteria. He's running hot. Steaming. Oh, you. So let me get that right. Two hot earrings and two cold ones coming. Uh, yeah, right. Do you want right. chips, nachos? What would you like? Something yeah, to start right. with. Oh. Well, this tastes salty. I don't think that's my oh, own. Oh, God. I don't remember eating pineapple. Mm, asparagus. Fabian oh. began researching alternative therapies back in 2013 after continuously suffering from stomach pains, which doctors had not been able to diagnose or treat successfully he's been putting things in his stomach that's the trouble Mm, i know and and oddly they didn't suggest that he treat that stomach pain with his own urine (laughs) (laughs) he needs a second opinion (laughs) right right he went to the wrong doctor clearly you know, it didn't really say where he was from from (laughs) if you're drinking your own peewee you're french (laughs) so we're gonna go like this I was traveling a lot for work and eating all drunk food like Burger King, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. some Mickey Donald's, uh, uh, Georgia, anything, anything <laughs> convenient. I was shoving Peruvian. it in my pie hole like this and like this, and they say it's not so good for me. I'm still trying to figure out if that accent is Georgia the country or Georgia the state. No, I can do Georgia the state. <laughs> I know, well, you can't do Georgia the country. No. <laughs> Well, with no cure or explanation in sight, Fabian decided to adopt a more holistic diet and commenced a fruitarian diet, 
where you only eat Bananas. raw fruit. Yeah, that's right. And says he noticed a difference almost immediately if you just eat like, uh, I don't know, pears and peaches and oranges and crap. Let's play What's My Fruit and you're 3-0 up. I win. <laughs> I'm going to throw lychee from left field just to get me on oh, the board. I hate lychees. Mandarins. Perfect. Pineapples. You're all kinds of fruit and vegetables. You smoke a Swisher sweet strawberry cigar and think that's one of your fruit and veg portions. Yeah, the but... cherry in the bottom of your cocktail does not include a fruit and veg portion. I'm but sorry. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. As part of his research, Fabian then stumbled across information about drinking urine. And I'm sure you're all interested in taking on this new hobby. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, aha. Uh-huh. I'm I've... like, take on me. No. I've always been open-minded about that sort of thing, so I decided to give it the go and drink it fresh. How do you drink it fresh? Do you empty it into a glass? You could take it straight from the source. Have you seen a cow's udder where you squish it into your mouth? I'm going to choke it. Wow. <laughs> there were some words in there I recognized. I got. A, I managed to find a few in there. Was that like a water fountain? <laughs> Like a soda fountain. That's right. That's right. It tasted a bit like a bitter ale initially. I was. Well, quite, that's Australian lager for you. It was quite strong, maybe a little bit yellowish, you know. Mm, really? Not too terrible to taste, and I had no problem finishing the glass. Mm. The first three quarters of the pint were the hardest. That's disgusting. I only wanted mm. to take a sip, but the whole thing went down in one lump. The effects he felt were even more instantaneous than those of his fruitarian diet. I bet there's got to be some sort of a shiver if you're guzzling some So let me get weed. this right. He's on a fruit and piss diet. <laughs> pretty much. I lost 80 pounds on, on the F&P and P diet. Yeah. F&P. Jared from Subway. And once in a while, a dehydrated bug. <laughs> oh, God. Unbelievable. <laughs> It was about half an hour later. I Can you have a cheat day and drink someone else's wee on the seventh oh, day? God. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. Eat some cheesecake. God. Uh, it was about a... <laughs> it was about a half an hour later. I felt amazing. Mr. Bond. And then? I was absolutely bursting with energy. No. Now I'd never go a day without drinking my own piece. <laughs> Lovely. Ample supply, it goes everywhere. Having felt better for drinking fresh urine as opposed to aged urine, because you don't want that. This on, we, can, we need to try this on the show next week. No. no. Shot glasses. I was actually going to tell you to piss off. but We could put we could put four shot glasses out. Three of them have pee no. in. One of them has lemonade. No. And we play Russian roulette. It's not Russian roulette. <laughs> or we do one peewee, four lemonades, Russian roulette. I will quit this God. show right now. <laughs> no. It'd be no. bad, wouldn't it, if the first three people got lemonade and there's one shot glass left. I say you got to drop the bugs in it, like tequila. Yeah, the bugs. <laughs> I've been to urinals in France that have peewee and bugs. Mm-hmm. I should share that. Peewee and bugs. <laughs> the best double act of the, the Victorian squatters, period. The squatty things. Yeah. Just wow. so you Just know. It's a hole in the ground, really, isn't it? Just so you know, Fabian has a new thing. He wants to potify... Is that a word? 
It is now. Sure. Well, you've, well, you can make your own word. No. Thank you. Ollie, you can do whatever you want. Well, he has decided that he wants to age his urine, so he's aging it in a barrel <laughs> to drink. Yeah. Aged barrel oh. urine. Yeah, fancy old casks, maybe some sherry. Yeah. I Some... went for number twos once in yeah. France. You go into their public toilet, it's a hole in the ground. I squatted down. It was raining outside. I had an anorak on. I didn't realise I actually did a poop in my hood of my anorak. It was very embarrassing when I went outside and 20 oh, minutes later I thought no. I'd better put my hood up. It's raining quite hard. Oh, no. No, you didn't. Was it a shitstorm? Oh, <laughs> Controversial. I kill myself. <laughs> well, that can be arranged. <laughs> Mr. Fabian says that he stores his urine now for at least 30 days before he drinks it in a mason jar. Just to make Classic. it tart. Tart. Lovely. Tart and creamy. <clears throat> you've literally been watching more questions than answers, where progressively you've seen Michelle drunk to the point where she can't pronounce her worms <laughs> and she can't sit on her chair. So. You get a lot of buck for your Patreon. So I hope you appreciate the madness I have to put up with on a weekly basis. This is the reason I'm currently taking blood pressure tablets. So join us next week at the same time. And don't forget to tell your friends and family. Have a great evening. Good night. Love you. Bye. Well, all good things come to an end. So let's look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter and the dead battery. It is Michelle who scored three and is in fourth place. She wins a broken bucket, some red dye, and a hole in the sand somewhere off the coast of Canada. What a <laughs> night that was. In third nice. place, scoring four points tonight is myself. I get a half-eaten hot dog, some random clothes, <laughs> and a hot night in long grass with Arabian raccoon. Great. Oh, sexy. Again. In second place is Miss Morris. <laughs> Did you say again? Who clambered away. <laughs> Up the beaches of Normandy <laughs> as the bullets ripped around her and managed to score pew, 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 pew. five points. Nice, nicely done. She gets a Chinese wine and cheese party every night from here to eternity. Nice. From here oh. to maternity. In first nice. place in our runaway winner with a resplendent first place and winning the $33,000 IR camera is Chad. <laughs> He gets a testicle, some dark chocolate, and a night in a haunted <laughs> pub with a phantom cold shocker in the restroom. Oh, good. Mm, I yeah, beat the shell. Baby. It's worth it. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories <gasps> next week at the same time, and I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre, and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show, and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site. More questions and answers with... Adrian Lee, or you can jump over to SoundCloud right now, search for MQTA Radio, and you will hear 20 to 25 minutes extra of the show of absolute filth that we cannot read out on air. And you can follow my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. And if you go to Patreon, search for MQTA Radio, and you can hear our Ghostbusters episode, see videos of us in the studio eating bugs and all manner of strange and dark things. You've been listening to More Questions Than Answers, the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. With Adrian Lee, we are the very best in paranormal news radio entertainment. We are the very light before the darkest darkness. My gratitude and gratitude thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Chaton, Drain and Michelle Corrie, Chad Peters, and all at the International Paranormal Society at Paranormal.net. And all of the show's sponsors, including the Lakes Area, Paranormal Interest Group, and MUFON of Minnesota. 
it just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interesting